Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Srenik Sadalgi. Srenik Sadalgi is an ideator, a futurist, and a technologist. As head of Wayfair Next, he leads the exploration of far future R&D for Wayfair, where he's pioneering the future of retail and home by leveraging emerging technologies. Srenik also serves as chairman of the Kronos 3D Commerce Working Group, a group of leading retail and technology companies exploring the opportunity to accelerate the adoption of 3D experiences by establishing a set of universal standards for platform agnostic 3D model creation and distribution. Shrenick holds a master's in computer science from Columbia University, where he was a recipient of the MSTA fellowship. Well, good afternoon, Shrenick. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. Absolutely. This is so exciting. Get to meet another great guest as we traverse the globe. We want to jump in, Shrenick, and share your story with the globe as well. So jumping into these questions, you've got quite the career in technology, research and development. You're an innovator and now the director of R&D at Wayfair. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, it's been like, I've, I've had a few simple rules to kind of guide me along my uh, career. And the first one is uh, just never stop learning, right? I think as soon as, um, you know, you think you're, you're, you're done with learning, that's when I think uh, you're going to fail. So I just keep an open mind and keep, um, uh, keep embracing new challenges and always tr- have the attitude where you can, uh, you, you, you know, uh, with the, let's figure this out kind of um, uh, attitude and, um, and uh, my last principle, I would say, is like, uh, I can, uh, I, I believe that I can do anything until I can't, right? And so it's, it's, it's that uh, kind of attitude that I feel has really helped me along, uh, along my uh, journey. And, and I, I'd say like, if you, uh, if you can embrace every challenge with a, with an open mind, uh, I think uh, you, you'll be successful. I appreciate that, Trinik. That's, that's, that's great. And, and you're absolutely right. You need to be continually learning. And I can tell you, ha- having hundreds of guests on this show, um, we can all agree on one thing. Um, you need to be curious and you continue to learn. And as you stated, you know, embrace those challenges. So switching gears here a little bit, we, we're this pandemic, right? We think it's lifted. We're not sure yet. But either way, how do you foresee e-commerce evolving going forward? And will it be any different than the last 16 months during the lockdown? Yeah, uh, fingers crossed. Firstly, I feel like you know I really want to get back to uh, normalcy like everyone else. But it has been very interesting to see the way e-commerce has evolved um, over the last one and a half years, right? And they've uh, more people I think have become dependent on online channels as a result of it, right? But some people uh, like the convenience of shopping online, and some people don't, right? It just uh, it depends on what category you belong to and how you kind of how you you know, it, it just depends on what, what category you belong to, right? And so some people have tried out online tools for shopping and that make shopping for home from home a, a, a true, you know, benefit, right? Um, and they realize, they realize the true value of it. And there's a percentage of folks who have, uh, who've, you know, who don't like it. And so the folks who, who do like it have converted to 
uh, shopping online, right? Um, but there is one thing about um, these online mediums that uh, is uh, that is that's interesting is that you can really tell rich stories about products, or you can really provide a, a very holistic experience online. Uh, you can you, you can give a lot more product information. You can you know there's things like uh, reviews for products. Um, you can even cross shop between different retailers. So it is definitely convenient to uh, shop online. Um, as I see that trend continuing, it's not going to go away. It's, you know, it's only going to get um, uh, more online. It's just purely because it's convenient, right? Um, but as retail stores open, I do think that people are going to weave in and out of online and physical and online again. And so anybody who cracks this kind of true omni-channel experience where you're kind of, you're trying to blend between the physical and digital, those are the folks who are going to be successful. Thank you for sharing that. That's an interesting perspective, of course. Um, and and you're right, you know, for, for some people, it, it may be generational, it may not be, it just be for everybody, but that's just different. They're unique in their own way is, is learning as well to traverse, uh, this new normal that we live in. And it, it might be a little bit of back and forth or hybrid or, or vice versa. So thank you for sharing that. And Trinic, you work with the Kronos group to develop some new and emerging technologies, some of which Wayfair leverages directly. Is there anything the group has been working on that you can share with us today? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the um, the 3D Commerce Working Group that I'm a part of, um, we've been. Um, it, it is a it is a large um, organization filled with over 70 companies who've kind of come together to address the need for uh, aligning on the definition of what a 3D virtual product means. And this is purely for shopping, uh, for the use case for shopping online using virtual products, right? And so uh, what we've done is we've kind of made it easy for anyone who wants to get into this, uh, into this, uh, into the 3D industry, we've made their lives easier by offering a set of guidelines where you can actually, you know, um, uh, we're letting content creators or artists produce um, virtual versions of products using the set of guidelines that we publish online, right? That's that's one uh, um, aspect of it. The other thing that we've done is we have, there are certain challenges that are, that um, come our way when we try to sell products, um, try to, you know, um, when you try to shop online and we're trying to use these digital channels that uh, where you can see virtual products or virtual representations of products online. There are quite a few challenges on the consumer side. There's a few challenges on the production of this content side, and there's a few few problems on the distribution of of this content online, right? And so we've gone ahead and tried to solve different uh, problems across um, these three uh, uh, verticals, right? And so one example of that is um, if you typically products come in different shapes and sizes and you know uh, colors, right? And so, um, but in order to represent those different options or variants of products online, um, there's no way to do that with 3D models or with 3D representations today, right? And so we came up with a way for, for, for retailers to kind of, you know, package all those different options into a 3D model and actually, you know, serve that online so people can actually browse and switch the different colors and sizes of, uh, of products. There's, um, there's realism that is uh, very you know, is going to be, which is critical to um, shopping online, that you want what you're seeing online to reflect the real product, right? So, um, and that in itself brings a lot of challenges, not only with images that you see online, but you think of it as um, this this new medium for 
um, for uh, experiencing these products, right, which is 3D today, that has its own set of challenges. So we're trying to solve that through offering, um, you know, um, different kind of plugins that would help you, uh, that would help content creators showcase these products in a very real way online. And so that's something called PBR Next, which is, you know, which is a set of um, kind of, I'd say, without going into too much technical details, it, it just lets um, artists showcase the realism in different ways, right? And so there's that. There's a uh, a set of things we've done for um, for optimizing these uh, the, the products that you see online. How do you uh, you know it's it's a it's a bulky you know it's it's a large file, right? So if you think of like a browsing experience, um, the larger the images, the larger the files, the slower the experience is, right? And so we're trying to take care of the uh, the optimize we're trying to produce an optimized experience for consumers so that when they experience these products, they experience that uh, in a way seamless way, in a very frictionless way. So uh, we've come up with different ways of complex, compressing these files, these textures that you have in these files so that the file sizes of these models are like are much are much lower. And that's something called KTX2. That's a new texture compression format. So there's, there's a lot of, you know, really technical, um, I guess, um, technical programs or, or standards or, you know, uh, a set of technologies that we've built that are actually making it much easier to for consumers to experience 3D products online and also to for the retailers to produce these um, these virtual products online. So that's, it's a, you know, it's a collection of different things that we're kind of slowly releasing over time. And it's just, uh, I feel that it's kind of, uh, it's raising the whole uh, industry um, um, at the same time. I love that, Shrinik. I appreciate, you know, you're absolutely right. It's it's raising the bar uh, in the industry. It's making a better customer experience, experience or, or consumer experience in this case. But I do appreciate that. I love the, the, the tech talk here because our audience is, although broad, we do have a lot of uh, techies here that listen in and, and this has been amazing. So thank you. So Shrinik, we're going to switch gears. And our last question here is could you share something from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either tech or innovation? Yeah. So, uh, you know, when you come across tech online or you're learning about, um, about technology, right. Uh, it can be overwhelming, right? So I'd say just take a step back. Don't be afraid when you come across something new, you can always break it down because most of the stuff is rooted in just common sense, logic, and some basic principles. Right. And so if you can keep simplifying it and keep breaking it down until you can understand it, um, then that's going to serve you well. So I'd say, like, you know, be persistent and 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 uh, just try to keep breaking it down into smaller pieces until you can consume it. Right. And so because it is all finally based on these, you know, it's all based on zeros and ones. Right. And so it's it's it, it, it is uh, at the end of the day, it is um, it's it's simple stuff at the base layer. Right. So as long as you can get it there. That's uh, that's something that um, will help you, um, and and you know the one thing that can drive that is to um, is is if you can stay curious, if you can be as curious as you can about um, your approach or your uh, about technology or innovation in general, um, that is going to kind of fuel um, your learning. So um, so I'd say keep at it um, and uh, never stop learning. I love that. Shrinik, I really, really appreciate 
uh, you know, your insights, obviously your story is unique. You have uh, a lot of experience behind you, but, but just the fact that you've shared your story and you've, you've shared some of those nuggets that people will certainly um, listen and, and resonate with is most appreciated. So Shrinik, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Bye for now. Bye.